welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, spiritual, mystical pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. You guys, we're pretty funny high right now. Like, we're so high, it's like that giggly high. And Kelsey, I have to tell you, this whole time she was doing the intro and I was waiting for my line, I was like trying so hard not to laugh because it took us 20 minutes to hit play because we can't <laughs> laughing. And then as soon as we hit play, for some weird reason, she snatches her notepad up and like puts it like against her chest and hides it. Like, I, so I can't see it. And it's like, welcome oh. to Awaken Bake. I was like, okay, relax. I was just hugging it. <laughs> Okay, and also the entire time I was saying the intro, all I could think about is how we haven't like officially addressed on here the like play on two girls, one cup that is our thing. Two girls, one joint. <laughs> Absolutely a two girls, one cup reference. <laughs> Don't look it up. It's low vibrational. <laughs> but that's, it's just hilarious. So I was trying not to laugh. It ruined um, me as a child because like obviously, you know, when you're in school and everyone's like, yep. have you seen this video? And you hear that it's viral and like, and everyone's like, why? And they're like, oh, you just have to watch it. So yep. you do. And then you're like, man, I'm only 12. I wish I didn't see that. Yeah, it was a rough one. Uh, cake farts is another favorite of mine, but hey, look it up if you please. <laughs> um, we wanted to start, uh, contrary to the energy we just brought to you, with a trigger warning. <laughs> so today's episode actually is going to be around the topic of death anxiety and just death in general. So if this is something that makes you uncomfortable, please feel free to skip this episode and catch us next time. Or you can go back and listen to one of our... 28 other episodes that we have available yeah. for you. Um, and with that being said, today's topic was actually <laughs> a question that was asked from one of our viewers, which was, yeah. could you discuss death anxiety and how to overcome it and kind of just talk about it in general? And it's a really important topic because I actually used to have really bad death anxiety. So Kelsey, let's, it's guys, we have so much to share. I'm so excited and Kelsey's yeah. going to get you started. I'm really excited about this topic because, um, in a not weird way, I have a lot of experience with death. Uh, a lot of you know I was a nurse for a while, um, and so I've worked in an ER, I've worked on a bunch of different floors and stuff, so I've seen a lot of um, impersonal death, which is what I think of as like a death that like I didn't know the person, so while I still care for them at like a human level, it's a lot easier to see that on someone that you're not have a relation, don't have a relation to. Um, and so what that allowed me to do is get a very objective view on death, um, which I'm very grateful for because it helps me to kind of battle, right, any death anxiety. Um, but I also am someone who for a long time never had death anxiety. Um, again, because of that, I lost like a dog when I was young. So like my parents really talked me through that. So like I've been very grateful um, to have understood from a young age that death is inevitable and a part of life. And when you can see past the parts that make you scared, nervous, sad, um, it is kind of beautiful. Um, like I said, I've seen a lot of death. Um, I've been there, I've <coughs> held hands for people while they've died. I've been, you know, it's been a, it was a big part of um, my uh, original time going to nursing school when I worked as a student nurse aide. A lot of the floors that needed you were like the oncology floors or a lot of floors were like there were elderly people. So it was kind of normal to see. Um, 
and <coughs> it's not an easy thing and it's a very personal thing everyone thinks of death differently everyone has different experiences experiences with death you know there's people who have lost people suddenly people have, you know we were just talking before about how like is it better to lose someone quickly or is it better to be able to have like a long drawn out goodbye and like how like it just is you know yeah. there's just no um it's one of those things that there's no right wrong good bad it just is and <coughs> like, damn sorry guys i'm like <laughs> i'm death is like an uncomfortable topic and when i get nervous i cough so <laughs> <coughs> she's just stoned um it's both <laughs> okay but like yeah so death is it's hard but it's beautiful so I, after seeing death you know i can truly speak to the fact that our bodies our human suits our physical beings um are just that like what is us is not what's here um and death itself is the you know the physical being is unable to continue to function and act as a vessel for the higher consciousness um, so you're you, what is you, not your ego, not your body, nothing, none of that is going to move on, but, or move on, whatever you believe, you know, that's kind of where it gets tricky, but like your body is truly just an animal. Um, and I don't know if that some people that brings peace to some people that scares more. Um, but it truly is like, we are just a thing, like a, another yeah. physical thing. Um, there's no... There's nothing to us that our physical being that makes us us. You can, you know, you see even with people who, um, you know, may not be, you know, maybe in a coma or whatever, you know, their body, like you see, when you see a, a body without a soul, say, for lack of a better word than soul, um, you know, you can see then like the separation between a physical body and then a physical yeah. body that also is conscious. Yeah, um, absolutely. And so it's kind of like scary <laughs> obviously and i think what scares us about it is that um we don't really know what happens next or what yeah. we know what death is and we know that it'll come but we don't know what that means like what <laughs> and i i think too for me like i used to worry like is it gonna you know i think some of us worry about is it gonna be painful yeah that's a, yes that's another is it gonna thing. be scary am i gonna be alone right and that's i mean right and those are all questions that uh you can't answer, but it ans you, you, the only way to get through it is to right, accept that it'll happen and that you can't control it. So the whole thing we're here about is like your mindset. And so you have to just accept that it's going to come and that that's okay. And like, yeah, I mean, it sounds like, I don't mean for it to sound harsh or simple, but it is, it's kind of one of those things that's simple, but not easy. Um, like yeah. it's, it's going to come and it's obviously right. And when you're losing someone that you love, that can be, you know, confusing on a, and, and difficult on another level. It's not you worried about your body and your you know pain, but someone else being in pain. Um, and then with that, like there's, I don't know how to say like everyone's peaceful at the moment of death, because I know that that's not true, but I do, I believe that like when you go, like you're separated, I think that your higher consciousness is like you you won't you'll be okay because oh, it yeah. is you know like it just is Absolutely. so it can't be um well and that's the whole thing about like the fear of death in general that i want to point out is um your higher self is not actually scared of death your ego is your physical being your human suit is but your higher self is not scared of death at all because it understands and not only understands and accepts but it has an inner knowing that like right now we just don't that's you know how we call it remembering mm -hmm. and like waking up on this journey like that's just one part that like it already knows and it's already accepted and this is kind of esoteric but if you believe in soul contracts which i do um 
then it really kind of helps you come to comfort with it because you know you fulfilled your soul contract. Yeah. So your time really is your time and that comforts me with the whole what's meant yes. for you won't miss you. You know what Completely. I mean? Completely. So I think once you can like accept it, there are a lot of points that like do kind of comfort you and like yeah. see it as a positive and something not to look forward to, but like when you accept it, it's no longer scary because you have all of these positives. Like, okay, well my higher self isn't nervous about this. This is just a physical thing. And that, that kind of shows me like, well, then I can, I can fix that. I can cure yeah. physical anxiety. Exactly. You can, and you have a control over it. And right. Like again, with anything, it's how you look at it and think about it. If you, when you think about death or when there's a death and you're hyper-focusing, I'm not talking about like day of say, you know, if you lost it, like, but I'm like a week after, you know, like you can take your grieving time or you can, you know, it's okay to feel those things. But then when you're trying to move past, you have to focus on like, and you have the choice to focus on the, a person's life or your own life, you know, um, like the only thing that's guaranteed is now, like this moment, you know, so it's when you're focusing, hyper-focusing on the future that you're creating that anxiety in yourself <clears throat> because you're worried about what's like, what am I not going to get? What's, what's going to happen that I'm not going to be It's like FOMO. It's, like, yeah. like, what if life continues without me and yeah. people forget about me and it's like, I wasn't even there. What if I don't get to see my family do this or my friends do this? Like, right. You know what I mean? And you don't want to miss that. Which is fair. But again, we have these soul contracts yeah. and we know what's meant for us can't miss us. And right. from a spiritual standpoint, that makes me feel better. But <clears throat> even like science shows us guys we learned this in school. Energy can't be destroyed. And we know that we are made of energy. Even our even our subconscious is made of energy. Yeah. Um, so when our physical self dies, our consciousness does not. Our energy does not. It remains. It moves. And again, that's what Kelsey said earlier. She was like, that's where it gets a little tricky. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's kind of like the whole like unknown part. But I personally found a lot of comfort when I was reading... Buddhism, uh, what was it called? Buddhism Without Beliefs uh, by Stephen Batchelor. And he describes it as feeling very natural because I don't know if you guys know this, okay? But this is not your first rodeo. <laughs> um, the life you're living right now, this is your, this, yeah, is probably your first time experiencing this exact moment. Um, but your energy wasn't like new. New, exactly. So before you were born, this made me laugh. Okay, so think of it like this right before you were born your energy was still there but you weren't born and then as soon as you were able to think for yourself you weren't like holy fuck i'm so scared of what i used to be like right i'm so scared about what i was before i came into this earth world in 1997 you know what i mean like <laughs> you're not worried about that so it's gonna feel natural i don't know what i was before i was danny watson before i right. was danny brockman since 1997 like that's all i know and that's all i can remember um but I had to have been something before that. Right, because then you get those feel like deja vu or like those feel like, you, I definitely think you still have like the connections because you'll ex like you'll and, feel that energy change in certain situations or like. And we have past lives, yeah. you know? So like that, and if you believe in that, like which I feel like a lot of you guys do if you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. Um, so that makes so much sense to me too, since we know that our energy like can't be destroyed. And yeah. we know also, I hope that we're all like on the same page with this, but like you travel with your soul family mm -hmm. um, and the energy takes on different forms and stuff, but you travel with them through every lifetime. So it's like, 
okay cool like maybe this current lifetime my soul contract is fulfilled but i'm gonna move on to another one and, and that's kind of the concept where i really wanted to talk about this kelsey i don't even think i mentioned this to you when we were talking about it but my grandma and i were discussing what heaven is my grandma's so cute right she says to me a couple months ago or oh many months ago i went home to cincinnati to visit and she's like i've wanted to ask you this for a couple years but i didn't want to offend you do you believe in god <laughs> and um I don't believe in a, in like a Catholic God, like how I was raised and yeah. how my, my grandma is Catholic, but she actually is mad cool and like she had really cool opinions on stuff. So we were talking about, I was like, yeah, you know, like I do believe in God. I don't think it's the way that I learned it at Catholic school, but right. I do believe like that the universe is God. Like, yes, there is a higher power. Um, and my grandma was, we were talking about heaven and she was like, oh, well, no, I don't think it's like floating around in the clouds or anything like that. But she was like, I just think if you keep trying to be the best person you can while you're here at this time on earth, whatever happens next, like you'll just elevate. Like, yeah. it's not like you're going to be punished for doing your best in this lifetime, you know? Completely. Um, and we know that like the way that our karmic energy works from past lives, like sometimes we have to repay those karmic debts. Yeah. So that kind of helps me to like when I'm trying to better myself I find comfort knowing like okay why well, I'm on a spiritual journey right now I'm trying to do better yeah um whatever happens in my next lifetime that I experience like I can go into it knowing like I did my best and I'm not scared because I know it's gonna feel natural and I know for myself personally I'm always working towards self-improvement and when you're doing that and going into it I mean you don't know what your next life is or who you're gonna be so bettering that I mean you know, you're just helping the next generations of consciousness. Like you're and just isn't like, that the same concept of heaven though? Like yeah. being a good person so that you can be rewarded in the afterlife, quote unquote. Oh yeah. Um, That's like the whole, I love. It all makes sense. That's why guys, every religion is real. It's exactly. all, they just explain it in different ways. And that's the craziness of it is that you're all talking about the same shit. Like people have wars <laughs> over it, and I'm like, you know, you all like, kind of agree with every each other. war is like based on religion. Well, money, but use whatever. Hey, I don't want to. Uh, we don't need to get political. I won't. Not that that's yeah. politics. But. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, but no, like, and I, I so I was gonna say I love um, Bo Burnham, and I loved his uh, song from God's perspective because I love that he talks about like the line that he's like. Um, Oh, people on earth like are always praying for heaven, but like, why don't we just make this like as good as we could possibly make it? And it's so true. Like, mm -hmm. like the whole again, the whole point of um, living is that you get to control your life. So like, yeah, she, like if you're worried about getting into heaven, like one, know you're gonna get into heaven because that's or whatever your heaven is, you know. Um, and two, like just do your best to make this here, this time now, as beautiful for as many people as you can because mm -hmm. that's all that matters. Um, Eckhart Tolle talked in um, uh, The Power of Now, I must have The Consciousness of Now. The Power of, that's a good book title. If it's not one, I'm gonna write that book. Um, the Power of Now, um, about like a conscious death. And that's like essentially, you know, again, it's something that has, you know, some scientific backup. We have examples of people who have had near, the, near death experiences who have seen the bright light, the portal open. And when he talks about the portal opening, um, I love and I got a lot of comfort from the fact that he says and points out that every single person, no matter your life, your choices, um, who has had a near-death experience has had the same portal open. So everyone, no matter what you do, no matter what mistakes you make, at the end of everything, you'll still have one last chance to like, everyone has the opportunity to, to progress or to go into awesome. what he refers to as um, the, un the unmanifested dimension because we exist in the manifested dimension of things that we have, that we have brought to our life, that we can touch. And We've brought into our vortex, that we brought as Abraham in, yes, Hicks would say. Exactly. And so the unmanifested would be everything that we didn't achieve yet. So in that 
mindset or in that belief, that philosophy, um, that means that whatever's next is what you created. So whatever you're believing is what's going to be next. Yeah. And also it's everything that you could ever dream of. And I think of it more, not like a room full of, you know, presence, but it's the knowing it's, it's the universe, like it's the, into the eye of the universe, Absolutely. you know, it's, um, and you have those moments, right? Anyone who's had a near death experience has turned away from that and has been afraid and hasn't accepted that. But when you are and you're at that point, I think you have the choice. And I think that's where people who are spiritual and people like, you know, people who meditate, people who have had some, some people who have had acid trips and stuff like that, who have seen glimpses of that realm, that portal, yeah. it's easier for you to, to, to then step into it. Um, but when you do, like, you just have to, the, the key to it is acceptance of it and that, like, you're safe. Like, it's fine because it is. Like, it just and is. And we have to remember, like, I've, I take a lot of comfort in knowing since we are the universe experiencing itself, um, I don't see any reason, personally, I don't see any reason why when we pass on to our next phase or stage of after this human experience, um, I'm not, I don't think the universe is just going to punish itself for no right. reason. Like right. I see no reason why I won't just continue to be the universe experiencing itself in another form. Yeah. Like, I'm not really worried about that because right. the universe is so, we, we know too, the universe at its core is love, right? So, um, I don't think, yeah, I just, it makes zero sense. You know what I'm saying? Right. When you're in comfort with the fact that you're living your life in love and light, then there's nothing scary about death. Death gets scary when you're questioning what you are and who you are and stuff, you know? When you're Absolutely. truly at peace with yourself and like, you know, right, like you said, that you're not gonna miss out on anything that you need, everything's exactly. coming, then like that's when like you can look at death and be like, oh, okay, like, hey, it's going to come because yes, there's literally nothing you can do to avoid it and that sucks. I wish there was like, secrets of <laughs> not having to go through it, but it's going to happen. And so it's kind of one of those things that like, we have to just handle. Well, and also I think um, well, one way to help doing that, I really liked the way that there's this monk, this Buddhist monk, his name's Nick um, on YouTube. I can't think of his full YouTube username, but I watch him, I'm sure a lot of you guys do too. Um, and he was talking about how, so when he is going through the process, when you're going through the process to become a monk, when you're at the temple, right? A Buddhist monk. Um, he and everyone else there upon rising they lay there for a while and it's called contemplating death but yeah. it's not in a creepy way um it's where they lay there and they think about like they understand that we are all one we're all connected um and then they think about wow like so i'm so grateful that like today i is another day that i get to experience yes. earth and nature and like experience like material things and tasting food and like you know what i mean like just well obviously monks aren't actually experiencing a lot of material things but um if you know anything about monks uh they don't own much <laughs> <laughs> I'm being real. Um, but yeah, but you know what I mean? Like that they still like get to taste amazing food. They get to yeah. see beautiful nature. They get to experience laughing with each other. Like, um, it's just like a day to, it's a time to be grateful. You start your day, you start your rising, like thinking yeah. about everything you're grateful for. And it really puts into perspective, like death isn't scary, but it, it's almost like, wow, it's so exciting then that I have another day to like yeah. experience earth like it's before i pass on to whatever's next like it's obviously like a little bit naive to think that there's no other life forms out there in the universe because the universe is expanse as mm -hmm. fuck we have no idea but like in the, in our known universe and or at least what they tell us <laughs> i've seen twin peaks in those shows i know but um in like the in the known universe like 
earth is the only place that has trees and like has water and like so like there's a reason that we were gifted the opportunity to be here on this planet and this place with like these beautiful things like it's such a gift that we have this and that we know of and we know about not a lot we i mean in, obviously in ratio to how big the universe is we know nothing but like of what we know we are the only place here that has people who are able to live whatever they want and do whatever they want so like yeah, that's a fucking what a gift. gift. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. not to take this to too much of like a stoner high place, but I'm having a thought. Yeah. <laughs> Since we're like the only uh, place we know of with like water like that. And isn't it fun? Do you ever think about how just funny and silly it is that like we're made of like majority, most the percentage of our human physical human suit is water. Wild. Um, But I don't look like that. I don't feel, you know what I mean? No. And that's I'm not crazy. Fluid, like, like that's I can't... hilarious to me. So even that I'm like. Yeah, so I guess things really aren't that deep. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Completely. So that makes death less deep because I'm like, ooh, I wonder what I'll transform into next time. Right? I'm not, like, eager to find (laughs) out. You know what I mean? I'm not afraid. I'm grateful for the present moment and I'm staying present because really the present's all we have, honey. Yeah. Um, but it helps you not be afraid. And I used to be really nervous about dying. Um, and even now when I catch myself, like having those moments, there's, well, number one, I realize I'm not actually scared of dying. My higher self is my highest self, my higher power source power that is inside of me and inside of you and inside of all of us is not at all afraid of dying. Uh, it's just your ego and your physical being. And I know that there are physical ways to treat anxiety. So yeah. Kelsey, do you want to like talk about ways, like once you've, once you're in a mental and no. emotional, spiritual place to realize like, okay, okay, okay. My higher self is not afraid of dying. It's a physical thing. I've understood this moving forward. This is how I'm going to help like treat it. You have to really come to terms with it first. So right, once right. you've done there's, that, some, there's like, right, the shadow work first because of everything or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, but then like, so the best thing to do, I think is to be as grounded as possible. Just remember that like really, um, I don't want to say feel your heartbeat. So like feel your breath, um, focus on your breath and that the mm-hmm. fact that you are alive and that you're, and as you um, again, don't, I wouldn't focus on your heart rate just cause that can sometimes, at least for me, then I get like hyper-focused on that. But like, <laughs> um, feeling your hands, you know, like squeezing your hands, making fists, making like squeezing your feet, just, just trying to like, remember that you are here, you are human and you are alive. I also think it really helps to be around like other living things, whether it be a person that you love or like, I love my dogs always know when I'm anxious. So they do it for me, but they like get in my lap and like, I just love knowing that they're there and they're like, love me and I'm safe. (laughs) Um, I think another thing that really helps is eating. Um, because eating is taking care of your human body. So if you're worried about dying, take care of your body. Um, you know, like if you're really starting to feel that way, make yourself a meal that you really love and just be grateful for the feeling of eating the food, how it feels to be full, how your body feels now that you're energized and like, uh, nutritionized, Mm, (laughs) nutrientized, um, (laughs) journaling, focusing on being grateful for everything in that moment. Like everything, when you're feeling anxious, just look around and find things that you love and that you're grateful for and that right now you can use and you can have and that are your own. Um, Watch like lighthearted TV shows, movie, whatever you want. And then another one, and this is kind of strange and I mean it for people who are having like a very hard time and I actually just like, I'm kind of coming to the end. I've for the first time been experiencing for a couple of months some serious death anxiety. Um, And one of the things I'm gonna say is Avoid making plans far out 
Um, not in the sense that you won't be there for them, but <laughs> you will worry that you won't be. Like I was so anxious to make anything for even like a couple of weeks out because I was like, oh my God, what if I die before then and then I'm gonna disappoint that person. So like I'm saying, uh, just take it easy. Like you don't need to commit to anything in this time. If you're feeling like, take it everything day by day. You should not be worrying about anything further in the future than 24 hours. And the only thing you should be worrying about 24 hours in the future is like that you'll have enough food in the house. Why like, was my brain like, the only thing I need to make sure I got going on is food. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because being alive is enough and all you need to be alive is food and water. You know, like at the no, basic level. Water. Hey, we're 90%. Is it 90%? So I used to be on a swim team, believe it or not. I fucking hate swimming, but I was on a swim team for like 10 years. Um, yeah, wow. breaststroke is the best stroke, bitch. Um, That's not true. It's the slowest stroke. Well, I have like asthma and you get to breathe every stroke that you do. So that was my fave and I had powerful legs. So fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just um, saying my freestyle. But I had ass. a t-shirt on my swim team that said, uh, like earth is, or your body is 75% water. But then I was told it was at least 80%. And then I recently heard 85. So now it's like the possibilities I'm about to pretty soon we're going to be a hundred percent water and it's just going to be like a miracle that we look the way we look. It's like, yeah, but science can't really explain it much right now. We're just water. <laughs> we're unsure, but we know. Another example <laughs> that nothing matters and we're just silly little weird animals yeah, literally. made of water. Literally. Little water beings. Little water beings. Oh, <laughs> why is that kind of cute? Again, I'm not, the funny thing is I'm not a water person. I don't like anything that goes past like my knees. I'm, I'm not really trying to get that wet. Oh, I love water. Like, I love swimming. I always wanted to be a mermaid. Big no. fan. I want a pool someday. I can't get my hair wet. That's the thing. I hate getting my hair wet. I hate getting my face wet. It's because you have thick hair. Yeah, I guess that is why. I think it probably... It, it ruins my hair. Yeah. It ruins it. My um, hair... Well, I don't know. I've got great hair now, but I didn't always. And so my hair, it didn't matter. It was bad no matter what. So I was like, I can oh, swim. So <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. If it's not a wash day for me, I'm not getting this way. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Isaiah laughs at me because I put grocery bags around my head. and Because I just need to buy a dang shower cap. But yeah. Just, guys, we have so many grocery bags that we haven't, like, you're, that we've you're saved from over. Yeah, exactly. We should... Reduce, reuse, recycle. It's not just recycle people. <laughs> the other two R's are just as important. Do you guys feel better about death? <laughs> Um, so on that note, guys, I hope that this helped a little bit with your death anxiety. It definitely helped me. It's also a lot to, like, think about. So I'm be sure patient we'll talk about it again, too. Or, so, like, you know, death is a huge thing. I'm sure that they'll, if you have any other questions or, like, uh, if you have, right, anything you want to say about it. Because I love hearing um, other people's opinions and, like, thoughts because it is such a huge personal thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So thank you so much for the request. And we will see you guys next time. In the meantime, stay high. Bye.